Hello, 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 my darling listeners. Welcome to yet another exciting edition of the Upside of Life with me, your host, Oasis. I hope I find you feeling all kinds of fabulous, especially if you are a woman. I mean, it's the International Women's Day. Y'all need to recognize, okay? What did you do for all the women in your life? Hmm? Your daughter, your wife, your sister, your aunt, a kind message perhaps, just to show appreciation, love and recognition for all the women in your life and your fellow women kind. Personally, I decided to pen down this poem and it's dedicated to all the women across the globe, but especially my African girls. Hello. Strong, beautiful, powerful African girls. Here goes. The contours of her body resemble a river. A river that gives and sustains life. Her laughter is the sweet sound that none can imitate. Her white teeth glistening behind her thick, full lips. Her hands full of sensual caress. She is every woman. Like a beautiful flower, she sprouts up from the difficult conditions that life constantly throws at her. She holds her head high with the ball of kinky dark hair on her head. On her back is her baby. On her head is a pail of water. Her gait graceful as ever. Her heart filled with song. Her hand always extended to offer it to those who need it most. She is every woman. Teaching valuable lessons that no book or classroom can match forever deserving praise and adoration yet she's the first to offer praise and adoration the first to rise and the last to lay down enduring the harshest of life's convictions with such boldness and undeniable courage fighting off the greatest dangers that her loved ones might face no words can capture her beauty her beauty that is everlasting her wisdom full of guidance her words laden with reason and encouragement her soul embodying nature's elements calm breezy solid and scornful when need be she is every woman always there to console to cater to teach to love her single word giving you hope rising your sun diminishing your worry and uplifting your soul alert agile attentive she is every woman a river an ocean fertility calmness outburst tasteless inspiration a woman what is she a resounding melody a deafening discord an infinite human being cleansing giving life embodying beauty strength 
power and washing away to begin anew, holding secrets, mysteries, saturating, drenching, all that comes across her with love. She is a good feeling, she is home, she is pleasure, she is pain, all in one. She is every woman. Finding her joy in bringing joy to others. Selfless, sister, daughter, aunt, mother, girlfriend, grandma, friend. She is every woman. The end. So, I wrote this poem today in celebration of the African woman, like I said earlier. Who is everything and I mean she is everything she does it all she's your hairstylist she's your teacher she's your mother she cleans she cooks she loves she's caring she's the breadwinner she's everything you name it and a woman can do it okay it's only right that we appreciate them think deeply I want you to do this with me right now think deeply reflect on an act that a woman has done for you thank them appreciate them for doing everything that they do for you on this earth for making your existence more bearable for bearing your burdens for listening to your story for offering you a shoulder to cry on for giving you those uplifting words you need to thank them ladies 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 you are deserving you are powerful you are a life force always remember that keep finding that upside no matter what life holds at you because the life always does bring downsides this has been oasis and i hope you enjoyed my poem if you have any comments thoughts or suggestions go on over to our twitter page and express yourself our twitter page is upside underscore off underscore life and we would love to hear from you take care Hello, my darlings. Welcome to another edition of The Upside of Life with me, your host, Oasis. I'm celebrating my femininity this month, so I'm rocking my natural fro all through the month and I'm loving it. I should say it actually suits me quite well. Oh, and happy Women's Month. Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about how suppressive our Zimbabwean society and cultures are to women i'm going to be focusing on shona cultures because i am shona and i have experienced and seen some of the suppression myself some of the main thoughts that our societies and cultures still implement are so primitive and outdated and honestly i don't know why we had them in the first place it's almost like the men were threatened by the women and they had every right to be because now i've seen a lot of women who've done big things and great things and achieved a lot and accomplished a lot without the help of men okay so for example women are not allowed 
to sit on a chair or a stool in the presence of men in the rural areas or the communal areas the women sit on the floor while the men sit on a stool i mean this just infuriates me on another level this means that when the woman is talking to the man she has to look up at him so as to address her point and the man looks down on the woman i mean this is self-explanatory men have always looked down upon women since the beginning of time women have been viewed as minors as the weaker sex so this is symbolic of that moment that we are trying to eradicate but it's still present in our cultures and in our societies women have to sit on the stiff cold floor while the men sit on elevated stools while sipping on some refreshments why i mean why exactly are we practicing this practice for what reason it it beats me I, i don't really know why another practice that really gets on my nerves is that women don't really have a voice women are not asked of any opinions you are not asked in your community or in your society some people experience this at a more closer level in their families they are not even asked of their opinions let's say they want to organize maybe a function or people are contributing their ideas and their thoughts the women are just labeled as the cooks and the cleaners and they don't really give input to whatever is being discussed we are not allowed to give opinions and sometimes actually all the time we have great opinions we have great suggestions we have that insight that is really important and several times it's just squashed and and swept aside because like i mentioned earlier it's like the men are threatened by the woman girls and women should only exist to please the men i cannot begin to tell you how this makes me feel i mean it just aggravates me i mean there's more to life than pleasing the man or the opposite sex you were taught to look nice for your man smell nice smile more pray for your marriage pray for your boyfriend why are these things only being taught to the woman it's not like i am going to enter into a marriage with myself i need to enter into a relationship into a marriage with a man who's been taught how to be a man how to look fresh from me how to look nice how to bath for me how to talk to me in a way that makes me feel safe and wanted and loved and respected as well because i'm just as much a human being as they are why are all these church groups and counselors focusing on educating the girl child and the woman on how to better themselves for the man i really don't understand if anyone is listening and they have a clearer picture of why these practices are still being practiced in our societies our elders our aunts our grandmas please let us know why we are practicing these things that's why you find that in most marriages men and women 
act like they are from two different planets because one has been groomed to please the other and the other has been groomed to expect the other to please them which is taxing and it costs a lot you get tired of giving and not receiving honestly some of these things just need to be forgotten women and girls should aspire to marry when why i mean why should we aspire to marry like if a child is growing the thing that is constantly said to their faces is that if you act like this you won't find a nice man to marry you if you do this you won't find a nice man to marry you keep your virginity for the man to marry you the man who's marrying me did he keep his virginity for me i mean why should we aspire to marry when the boys and men aren't told how to aspire to be a good man to be a better man ah in some communities or churches girls do not attend school yes i know i know this is the most modern century of our time but we still have churches that don't allow girl children to go to school societies and communities that look down upon it they only focus on sending the boy child to school this is suppression on another level this is a violation of human rights because a girl child is a human and she has rights and in most cases the girl child is smarter than the boy child the girl child is so focused on reaching their dream but they are not afforded that chance i still don't understand why these practices are still among us are still being seen and reported on a daily basis in these different societies we have churches that don't allow the women the girls to be on contraceptives to be taking family control pills i mean i am the one who's going to bear the burden of being pregnant 9 months with life inside me so why am i not allowed to make a decision whether or not i want to carry the child or not why am i not being afforded the right or the platform to express myself that i want to be able to carry one child and that's it or two children and that's it or eight children and that's it why must the man always dictate to me what i should do with my body why must the man dictate to me how i should wear how i should dress how i should have my hair done how i should not wear bright colors why is the man controlling every facet of my life and why am i taking it women rise up on your throne claim your power find your voice find your footing child bearing why is it such a requirement why is it that always in a marriage or a couple if there are problems with conceiving it's always considered that the woman has the problem why conceiving takes two people a man and a woman so why is it that if a couple can't conceive the major focus turns on the woman why is she shunned from society why does the families try to find another woman to take her place because she can't conceive no one has power over that 
that is a divine act no one has control over that why i ask again why is childbearing such a requirement women handle everything in the household oh my god everyone knows this they do everything they help the kids with the homework they fetch the water they clean they clean for the man they cook for the man they handle every little thing in the house while the man lays there getting fed drinking beer watching soccer thinking he's king of the place no i mean come on why are we still existing with these practices that are so suppressive i mean they suck out the life out of the woman they suck out the essence out of the woman i mean of course there are some women who are content with this lifestyle but i'm talking to my girls the switched on girls the ones who are feminists the ones who have opened their eyes and their minds to different possibilities the ones who have dared to ask why society frowns upon a woman for leaving her husband especially our african societies people treat you like you have done such a taboo thing if you leave your man but i mean what if i'm not happy in the marriage should i just endure it what if he's cheating on me there are risks you know being involved with a partner who's constantly cheating on you what if he's abusive to me emotionally and physically why must i just endure this why isn't society trying to remedy this by pushing those organizations that help cancel men more those organizations that help teach men i've seen once on al jazeera there's this program it's called the husbandry school it was conducted in some african countries western african countries and it involved a man who was teaching other men how to be a better man how not to force yourself when your wife says no i'm tired and i cannot have sex with you tonight how not to get angry but instead to be understanding because this wife was undertaking a lot of hard tasks during the day fetching water cleaning the house minding the kids sewing your clothes attending to every other little different details that needed attention during the day so let's say instead of society frowning upon a woman for leaving her husband society tries to bridge in the gap by finding remedies to better dilute the situation so that we have men who are more awake to the needs and the expressions of women and the complaints of women instead of men who decide to find another woman or to cheat or to be promiscuous because they are wise say they are not able to have sex every night because they are tired it's real people get tired so why is it so hard to understand why is it that a man when he decides to leave a woman society blames the woman again because the man has left her why why is society not digging deeper to find the problem i mean men have been getting away with everything and anything since forever why should women enjoy everything 
Why are we always being stepped upon? Why are we the dormants? Oh my God, I feel a lot of passion rising inside of me right now. I'm really passionate about this because I'm a woman and I've seen so many good women and girls talented women and girls throw away their talents and passions because of marriage because of society because of what this person will say because of what their fathers are saying or their brothers are saying and it really gets to me you know we are missing out on a lot because we are women and it shouldn't be like that another big problem in our societies is the misconception of lobola as a purchase price oh my god i need you to sit down for this one and listen to me lobola is not a purchase price tell that man tell your brother tell your son tell your father that lobola is not a purchase price you are not a shuttle a man cannot harm you or abuse you or exchange you or trade you or swap and top you as they say in the streets okay you are a human being you made a conscious decision to entertain that man when he was courting you you love that man you will do anything for that man this is a 50 50 relationship it doesn't mean that because he paid the bride price he has purchased you you are still your own person do not confuse respect and submissiveness you can still respect your husband by telling him that some things you are not comfortable with doing you can still respect your husband by asking him properly that you are not happy because he's doing a b c d don't suppress yourself this is where bitterness comes from you can still be respectful to your woman to your husband i mean by telling them that they have abused you in such and such a way and you don't like it and you don't appreciate it another issue is the abuse faced by women and girls at the hands of their in-laws oh my goodness i know all my girls know this one they treat you like you are trash, like you're a hood rat. I mean, they think that their son or brother has done you a huge favor by marrying you. But that's not it. Like I explained prior that it's a 50-50 relationship. He came after me. He loved me first. He wanted to be associated with me first. He wants what I got. And I gave him a chance. I gave him a platform and I fell in love with him as well. So why do you think that you are doing me a favor? If anything, I'm doing y'all a favor because I came up in here. I cook, I clean, I do everything. I even have a job and I maintain everyone in this household. I pay the bills. I cook for you. I attend to my husband. I'm bearing kids for your family. So if anything, I'm the one who's doing you a favor. So please perish that thought from your minds that you are doing me a favor and stop abusing us, please, just because we fell in love with your sons or your brothers. No, that is wrong. Men in our societies, in our cultures, men and boys are viewed and hailed as kings, as heroes. They walk in the streets with their heads held high. But what exactly justifies this perception? I mean, 
for you to be great there has to be a woman behind your success it's either your mother or your wife i mean without these two people in your life i don't see anything significant that you can achieve on your own i'm not trying to down talk men here but i'm just trying to spit the facts out personally i am raising two sons and i'm raising my sons to be switched on i don't want ignorance from my boys they should know that we are all equal sexually financially emotionally mentally women in actual fact bear heavier burdens than those of men but regardless we are equal boys can be anything and so can girls so please do away with these prehistoric practices please society i'm begging you for the sake of progress in moving forward in life and accepting changing times please perish these thoughts from your hearts and your minds gone are the days there's no need to hold on to these prehistoric practices anyway this has been oasis and if you have comments suggestions questions go on over to our twitter page and express yourself take care